0: Hello, my name is Fran. Welcome to the Heal Into Your Awakening podcast. Happy holidays, y'all. Now, is it holiday or holidays? I don't know. I'm not an English expert. <laughs> um, I don't really celebrate Christmas, but um, I'll be there for the vibes, y'all. I will wear a matching PJ set if I have to. <laughs> and um, I get presents for my son and my nieces and nephew because... Just because I have gotten to where I understand things a little differently doesn't mean that I have to impose those on him. So I try to allow him to enjoy his experience. And if he gets to an age where we talk about things a little differently, I could give him my viewpoint on certain things. So yes, Christmas was a good day. I spent it with my family and um, it was good. The morning was a bit tricky for me, feeling how I feel about the holidays and being aware of where they're coming from made me even more intentional about my self-care that day. So my son wasn't home and, um, I gave myself a face mask. I got myself a little present and I opened it and I used it and, um, Felt good. I'm starting to get into um, skincare, so I bought myself a few skincare items, and it felt really good pampering myself. I pictured myself as my inner child, just loving her heart and speaking words of affirmations in the mirror, and you know, it it, it being intentional by yourself, just the thought of it and the action towards it, it feels good. It it it, it really does. It, it, I feel like. I'm able to soothe her, and I'm not so triggered by things because she feels safe. And um, I look forward to this being a journey for the rest of my life. I will be ninety years old, going into my five-year-old body, and and making sure she's good because that's that's the whole point of being here. You're here to experience life as a human and all that comes with it, but you're also here to experience it from an awakened standpoint and I've awakened to the fact that there are different aspects of myself the foundational experiences of my life will forever shape me but I get to decide how to perceive those experiences and how it has shaped me so I'm not changing it but I am going and looking at it from a different lens and acting the capacity of those things. So if I've experienced trauma and and people being kind to me, I can be intentional about being kind. I can connect with the side of me that that received these um, people at their lowest form. And I can then express to her what that looks like. And then she can have a different perspective moving forward. So it's been a great journey. And I hope that as I speak about mine, you're inspired to also do the same for yours for yourself so as always I would like to start this episode by saying thank you to everyone who has taken up on their time to listen to the podcast who has followed me on instagram who has joined in conversations who has supported me from the beginning and continue to support me or just started supporting me I appreciate you guys and um we going to be all right. <laughs> no, when I said that, I mean, like, I want to do more, right? I've been having these conversations. I mean, I've wanted to, but I feel like every time I, or maybe it's just me being in that vibration now. And every time I, I step out or I think about something, someone reaches out and it further validates that this is the right path that I'm at. And I am doing my part to just step out of my comfort zone and put myself out there a little bit more. And I thank you guys for being so supportive of that. Speaking of support, speaking of support, um, I received an email from a really dope person because we conversed a little bit and it warmed my heart, but it also gave me an opportunity to talk about her experience. And um, she's actually um, suggested that I do because she felt like the episode "Reclaiming My Time," um, she listened to it and she felt like it resonated. And she and there might be people who also are experiencing something like that. And she, and from our conversation, she was like, "You know what? You should further elaborate on that as an episode because this is very enlightening." And I was like, "I got you, Will." So here we are. Um, shall we begin? <laughs> So I'll begin with reading the, the email. She said, hi, friend, my name is Taylor. I would like to start by saying thank you for such readable content. I enjoy your episode so much, and I always leave feeling heard, seen, and validated. Thank you, Taylor. <laughs> I followed your advice and been asking my higher self and spiritual team for guidance. This has led me to so much enlightenment. Oh, I'm glad. (laughs) I listened to your episode, Reclaiming My Time, and it stuck with me. I have what I feel like is a spiritual connection with someone, but over the months, our relationship has been rocky. It's left me feeling confused, sad, and alone, alone mentally and spiritually. I feel like my inner child has deserted me or is angry because I no longer feel her. I feel my team string me along or I feel my team stare me to the wrong direction because they always lead me back to this man. I'm torn because I know logically what to do, but I'm stuck between logic and intuition. Please help, Taylor. Um, how many of you guys feel like that? That you are at a different place from where you are when you were not as spiritual or more or intentional about your healing? And um, some of these circles continue to repeat itself, but it just looks differently. I came up with that realization a few months ago where it was like, okay, I know for a fact. So for me, before my awakening, I experienced a lot of detached energy, a lot of people who were aloof or nonchalant, and it made me want to give more. It made me want to work really hard for them to see me and to validate my or, or, or invalidate my fear of being unworthy. I wanted them to say, no, you are worthy by seeing someone who mirrored the people that I experienced as a child and in me as an adult being able to change their perspective of me on an unconscious level would have rectified my past, right? And I would start by saying earth is school. Our higher self or our spirit chose to incarnate in this body and experience these things and awaken from these things you're supposed to be able to be in control of your life and, and be intentional and be enlightened, live a life of enlightenment. And um, that it is going to continuously give you experiences that are going to shape you, shake you up a little bit to take you closer and closer to that path. The more you miss the mark, the more you experience it at a higher capacity, more intensity, and then hopefully you get it. And if you don't, continuously happen even when you do feel enlightened because this is school you're going to continuously be tested but you're going to see and navigate these experiences from an enlightened perspective so it's not going to stop just because you've decided to be intentional by your inner child be intentional by your your self-care or your shadow work and all these things does not mean that you will not encounter moments that are going to test you and even bring you back to where you felt like you had graduated from. And this is where the ego comes in, right? I feel like the ego is a shape-shifter. It's like water. Any container you put it in is going to morph itself into that. Um, That is why you have people who were maybe once not quote-unquote living right, and then they start living right, but they become self-righteous and they start acting again from a place of ego because your ego is going to conform to whatever reality you're living in so if now you're a spiritual person your ego is going to bring you experiences for you to live in survival mode but from a spiritual standpoint it's going to give you these the angel numbers it's going to give you these intuitive nudges to make you feel and believe that these people or these experiences are divinely guided so you have fear attached to them and you're your hyper focus on getting uh, on validating yourself and not even knowing it because it no longer looks like how it looked before you were awakened. And I want you to know that because that is something that stuck with me. That is something that I experienced time and time and time again for a big part of my journey. When I first started, the psychic was telling me about this spiritual connection that I was supposed to have, and I spent a good bulk of my life training preparing for this person that is yet to happen. Do I believe that I have a partner, a divine partner? Absolutely. But the fact that I was looking for it because I didn't have it, at a certain point I had to snap out of that because I'm like, whoa, this feels way too familiar. I'm just reacting to it from a point that that I'm not that is not as recognizable as before. I'm not searching and desperate and seeking for it. I'm looking for something outside of me because I was told that I was entitled to it, and I'm looking for it in people, and I'm and I'm and I'm condoning things I have no business condoning because I'm seeking this thing that is not within me. When it's time, it will happen exactly how it's supposed to, and I need to live my life and love myself and treat myself accordingly, right? And that is something that I learned not too, 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 too long ago. <laughs> and I like I know there are people who are like 10, 15, 20, 35 years in. I'm four years in. And that's a big stretch for me to have started from feeling low, feeling like a second class person to observing and knowing that that's not what it is and being resentful towards the people that treated me like that, resentful towards myself and finding love, of assumption and realizing that well well, before the law of assumption, realizing that I chose this life and this is I just deal with it and then find the law of assumption where I feel like I can recreate and reprogram my my, my mind and my life and, and, and then finding a way to um, um connect my healing journey with the law of assumption to where I'm not completely delusional and forget who and what I am, but work with who and what I am and create the life that I want. So It's a journey, but I'm continuously tested. And I just want to let you know that it's not too far. Our journeys are not too um, far apart. We are going to, as a spiritual person, continuously be tested, but tested from the level of our awareness. So just like a similar experience that happened that I talked about in Reclaiming My Time, she kept seeing angel numbers before she met this person, when she did meet this person. And there were like a lot of synchronicities with her experience with this person. Now, I'll put a quick disclaimer out there. This doesn't apply to everyone, but you know intuitively if this applies to you. <laughs> not everyone is going to resonate. This message is not going to resonate with everyone, but it will resonate with someone who feels like they are at odds with their logic and their spiritual self because they're experiencing someone outside of them who's replicating the feelings that they do not want to be associated with anymore. So she said she kept seeing the angel numbers and then whenever she would meet with him, they would have these synchronistic experience. Again, I'm going to buckle back into the ego. The ego is part of our subconscious mind, right? The ego is going to help you so you can either be, we're constantly manifesting, we're constantly creating life because we are essence of God and whether we like it or not, it is our natural nature to create. So we're going to constantly be creating or creating from that foundational experience and the assumptions you've made from those experiences. So if you feel like you're unworthy, you're going to constantly mirror that people are going to mirror that to you and they're going to constantly make you feel unworthy it's going to feel great because again it has to build up right the momentum has to build up and then it has to get to where it revalidates those feelings of unworthiness so because you have stepped out of an unconscious perspective you're in a conscious state your ego is going to shape that and it's going to shape those experiences. It's still going to be a survival mode. It's just going to be a enlightened way of experiencing survival modes. So these angel numbers are going to come. You're going to see the two, two twos. You're going to see everything that represents that, right? It's left for you to then sit with yourself and look into this relationship a little further The fact that she's saying that She no longer feels connected to her inner child And that was something that She Was proud of Being able to connect with her and Navigate life With her As her guide or as her parent That brings about a feeling of sadness But if you're not if she's no longer there and you're no longer connected with her, you don't know if you're sad or she's sad, you're just uneasy, you're just not feeling fulfilled. So we're already diving into survival mode, right? And you don't even know that, but you think you're conscious because of these angel numbers and these intuitive nudges. Now, another one, her spiritual team. She feels like her spiritual team is staring her the wrong way prior to becoming. An awakened person. She navigated life from what she knew, right? So now the ego is creating these indiscrepancies in 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 communication with her guides. So now she's going to eventually get to the point where I trust myself. This is what this is. I'm make you love me. make you do this because you're my quote unquote twin flame again i don't i don't subscribe to the twin flame culture at all i believe that we have several soulmates, but and and they all show up in our life based on where we are on a spiritual level so that's another conversation for another day but now again you see how i'm saying like this is survival mode this is now the hamster wheel You're, you're you're chasing and chasing and chasing you're not even sure what you're chasing anymore because you're, it, but you're in a different reality, right? You're in a reality where you're awakened. So you not... The, the signs from the past is no longer... You're, you're having signs here that shows that keep going, girl, keep going, keep going, keep going. But where are we going? What what are you talking about? And until you stop, as she did, and say, yo, what is going on here? What is going on here? Where am I? Who am I? What is all of this? And um, I feel like I've had a really personal experience recently, even though it was a very short time. I think it prepared me for this conversation even more. So I experienced someone very recently that I thought going to be in my life for a long time. And again, the numbers were a thing, right? This person's number, they, they had a 33 right? That was their number. Every time I encountered them, there would always be like, maybe I'll be looking at something, It will say 33 or 333 or something like that. I was like, oh, I see what y'all doing here. I see what this is. And it felt, and, and, and then their childhood experiences were so similar to mine. And then when I looked at their birth chart, their planets were like in similar signs as mine. So I was like, okay, I was. I'm a pretty conscious person as far as like when it comes to dating, I'm very intentional. I look for the red flags. I look for things and there were red flags. There were things that I knew I should be a little bit more vigilant about, but I found safety in these number sequences. I found safety in these, what I perceived as synchronistic nudges. And I allowed myself to let my guard down. And then I started to feel insecure about the connection. I started to feel, and I was like, maybe it's just me experiencing love and not knowing how to deal with that, right? And, but this person, this it was a short time, but they started to make me feel like I wanted to, I wouldn't say work for the connection but try to get back the connection into a safe space. And I, can, again, I did not think to go to my guides or anything because I felt like they had given it. This is what we were supposed to be experiencing. Until something really, it, it something just happened abruptly and then we start dealing with each other. And I had to get, and even with that, right, I stayed into that. And I wanted to get it back because I felt like it was divinely guided. I felt like this is where I should be in this moment. So I'm going to rectify it by all means and not even looking at what my needs are, why I felt the way I felt for us to get into where we got. And at some point I had to catch myself and I had to look back, right? (laughs) and see what what like what, what 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 does this mean for me what part did i play in the demise of this but what why why did i get here and if i was not acting from the capacity of of my my quote unquote awakened self which was it wasn't my awakened self it was my ego morphing itself into into that experience for me to feel like this is what was going on and if I wasn't acting from that, I would have been able to be like, okay, not to say that me and this person would have not happened or would have happened, but all that's happened in a way that we did would have not happened, basically. And I think that for us conscious people, quote unquote conscious people, we, we go so much with our spirit and what it's telling us that we miss out on key things that they're telling us, which is... You have to be able to integrate your human experiences. Yes, look at it from an awakened state to what is showing up and, and how it's showing up intuitively, right? I told her, I told Taylor to make a list. Make a list. You should By now, you should already have a list of what you want in a partner. If you don't, make a list of what you have in a partner, everything. How you want to feel for the most part. And then make a list of, make it side by side, right? a list of the pros about this person and the cons. And I bet you, I kid you not write about who they are, just how they show up and how they make you feel. Write a list of how they show up, how they make you feel, why you like them. Right. I bet you not the list, the cons is going to overpower the pros any day, anytime. If you already, if you feel like this person is a twin flame and they're treating you like dirt and all these different things, I promise you, I promise you there was a part, there was a time they started treating you like that and then you missed the mark because you were so focused on finding the spiritual meaning to things and that's how ego morphs itself into our life where a lot of times we're operating from survivor mode but because we're conscious and because we're aware and we put better language and we cover these things better, it doesn't show up like that, it doesn't look like that. But I want you to really, really take this time. I did not want this episode to be in January, but this and this is perfect. it's the end of the year. You have a week to twenty twenty three. I want you to take this time and and and, and look at the rela- relationships in your life that you feel like are long term and you, they're supposed to be here, but they don't make you feel good. In this lifetime, you are your responsibility. Not you, yeah, you're here to guide your kids but god forbid something happens to you they're gonna be fine they, somebody's gonna come take care of them that the, the experiences they have it might not it might be rocky but they will they will develop especially if it's part of their journey into something into an awakened person as well every, everyone's gonna be okay basically every single person is gonna be okay even if you're gone might not be in the beginning my struggle a little bit, but everyone has a spiritual team. Everyone is divinely cared for. You are your responsibility. You cannot be for anyone who you are not for yourself. Every single time you find yourself in a situation, or experience that is not serving you, if you know, if it's not serving you and you're not happy, you're acting from a place of codependency because how can you give love? and happiness to someone and you're not loved you're not you don't feel loved or happy how can you feel happy someone another person cannot make you more happy than you can make yourself, someone should not make you more happy than you make yourself if you're seeking them for that you're acting from a place of codependency you're seeking Exterior validation from them. Yes, we all have expectations of our partners. We all want to be loved. We all want to be cared for. We all want reciprocity. But that has to be from you first. If you're pouring out of a out of something that you don't have, you're not giving them anything. In a way, I think it's even manipulation. You want them to you 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 presenting yourself in a way from a place of love, acting out this 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 role. Because you want them to give you something you don't feel in yourself. If you're an honest person, if you consider yourself a genuine person, be that for yourself. Because if you're doing it for anyone else other than you and you're feeling depleted, you're not that person that you think you are. These are hard lessons that I had to learn. That I was I have been told there was this one time I went to a spiritual teacher and I was telling her about all these things people were doing to me and how, you know, I, I I, don't know why I experienced these people and blah, blah. And she said, listen, you're experiencing it from a place of ego. You're not the person you think you are, because if you are that, you would be that for yourself so that you will be able to give from what you got. And this applies to our everyday life. A lot of us conscious people or people who feel like we're doing shadow work are acting from a place where our ego, because our ego has morphed. And this goes into our romantic relationships. This goes into our finances. This goes into every single aspect of ourselves. It just looks, it, it just looks conscious. But I want you to take the time to reflect on your life and to see how, when, where you have sold yourself short simply because you are operating from this place of consciousness. Um, I don't want this episode to be too long, so I'm gonna end here. And um again, Taylor and I had a great, great, great conversation and I hope that this episode served you. I hope that you took something out of it. I hope that you're able to share it with someone who feel like will gain from it as well. I appreciate you being here. I thank you. I love you. Enjoy the rest of your day. I'll talk to you guys next week. Look at me. I turned up for three episodes in two weeks? In one week? Who am I? Who am I? <laughs> okay, I love you guys. Um, I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Uh-oh. <laughs> I can be reached at healing to your awakening at gmail.com. I'm on Instagram at healing to your awakening. I'm on TikTok at friend888. Hit me up, guys. I'm trying to, you know... I'm trying to talk to y'all a little bit more, especially with my face. I'm, I want you to see y'all. I want you to see me. You know, let's get this show on the road. And <laughs> Okay, I love you guys. Bye.